Okay guys, I have news. I think that I fixed dinner. I think that I figured out how to not always feel like I don't know what's for dinner, how to not be annoyed when my kids are like, mom, what are we having? And I like have a plan, but it's not really like what I actually want. And maybe I didn't thaw the chicken or I didn't buy chicken or a combination of whatever. And so I think that I've hit the jackpot because this last week, my dinners felt great. I loved them. They tasted good. My kids actually also liked them. And every day I knew what we were having for dinner. I made it successfully and just something hit really right. So I'm going to share with you my secrets of how I fixed dinner because I know that I'm not the only one who has struggled with this repeatedly. So here we go. Welcome to the Happily Hormonal Podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, then you are in the right place. If you would love to have lasting energy, balanced hormones, and better periods, and you find yourself spending all of your precious time after the kids go to bed, researching what to eat, what supplements to take, how to exercise, and you feel overwhelmed by all the info out there, then I've got you. Emily Shadrew is registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner plus mama of three little ones. And I know that hormone balance doesn't have to be hard. I'll help you balance your hormones without perfection with simple steps that actually work for busy mamas so you can feel good inside and out and be present, joyful, and confident in the beautiful life you're already living. If you're in for happy hormones, taking messy action, and seeing results without perfection, then put your hair in that mom bun, grab your toddler the seventh snack of the day, and grab yourself a bone broth hot chocolate so we can do this. So let's get in to my amazing new secrets that I have found. So first of all, I want to start with this plan will work for you. If you are clear what you need to be eating, if you are not clear and you're not sure what macros you might need, um, I say macros kind of loosely. I'm not necessarily like a big macro tracker, but I do think that it's important to understand about how much protein, about how much carbs, about how much fat is in most of the foods that you typically eat, because then you're going to be able to more closely get the nutrients that you need. So if you are like really unsure how many calories, how many macros, what nutrients you need in your body to be able to have balanced hormones, to be able to detoxify well, to be able to support your liver, to be able to support your energy, all of those things, then take a step back for a second and nourish your hormones is where you need to go. And so nourish your hormones. If you are new here is my step-by-step method in a self-paced course so that you can understand truly what your body needs for balanced hormones. And so I focus a ton on nourishment here on the podcast and obviously as well in nourish your hormones. And what I mean by that is we do start with food. There's a lot about food. We talk about quality. We talk about what foods are really needed for hormone balance. We help personalize that for you. We help you make a plan and when you have that plan in place and you understand what your body needs and you understand where you're under eating and where you're eating foods that are not nutrient dense and where you're missing nutrients that you just didn't even realize you were missing and you have that clarity, then you can come into this meal planning sesh with me and we can make a really clear and easy plan for your meals for the week. And so I just want to remind you that if you're not really sure what foods you need, it's really going to be harder to have a successful meal planning 
life and session. And so come join us in nourish your hormones. I also have alluded to this a couple of times, but I am deep in the work of course updates. And if everything goes according to plan, I'm excited to have those fully released by the end of March. And so that means if you get into nourish your hormones this month, the end of February and through March, you're going to get all of that new material when it is released and you're going to be able to get the current pricing. So definitely do jump into Nourish Your Hormones if you have been not quite ready. Like this is the time you are going to get not only you have full access to the course right now, you can start getting to work, you can start understanding exactly what your body needs food-wise, but there's so much more. We also walk through exactly what you need to do to be able to help support your hormones detoxifying, whether that's in just hormone symptoms on a monthly basis, or if you're coming off of birth control, or if you're getting ready to get pregnant, or if you are postpartum, all of those things are shifts in your hormones that need support. And so, um, I'm updating to make it really, really extra clear what applies to you in those seasons specifically, and give you really like step-by-step protocols for PMS for bad periods. And all of that information is in the course now, but it's going to be even more clear and direct. So you can just come in get what you need, um, and then get support as well. If that's something that you're looking for. So I cannot wait for those to come out for several reasons, because I'm so excited about how good it is. And also because let me tell you, it's kind of a lot of work to be doing all this behind the scenes along with everything that I'm already doing. So I'm super, super excited to be doing that for you and cannot wait to see you in there. And at the beginning of April, I'll have some info for you really soon, but I'm going to be doing a special series on the podcast too, that is going to really help you understand where you are with your hormones right now and how to avoid long-term health issues that can stem from these hormone issues that you're having now. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, go down and leave a five-star review if you have not yet, and then send me a message and tell me that you have done that and you will get access to my free mini course to my mini course for free. It's not actually free. It's $27, but if you leave a review on the podcast and let me know, I will give it to you for free. That'll get you prepped and ready to come into nourish your hormones. And then we'll do all the fun things together, um, in March and April. So Okay. Let's dive into dinner. How did I fix dinner? This is a great question because I was just taking a walk with my friend recently and I was like, how, like what is happening with dinner? Why is it that like, even though I meal plan, even though I know what to eat, I just feel like every time my kids ask me what's for dinner, I'm like, can you not like, can you just like figure it out for yourself? Right. And I make dinner every night or my husband does. And so I just felt like the way that I did it this last week. Um, and again, this week was just, it just felt so much better. So I'm going to share it with you. So first off, I do need to give you kind of like some of the basics that I know have been working for me. So first thing is that I have consistent shopping day. So either what I typically do is I will shop every 10 days because it does cut down on the amount of shopping trips that I have. And it also isn't quite two weeks because two weeks is just like super long to be able to still have fresh things in the house, you know, milk, eggs, whatever, lettuce, apples, especially we go through ton of fruit in my household. So like those type of things, two weeks is just like a little bit too long, but 10 days, I typically can make it 10 days. Okay. And we do buy some like organic frozen fruit, organic frozen veggies, saves money, just as good for you. And we'll kind of like fill in with those the last couple days. Um, 
and like, you know, apples, the last about 10 days. So we'll try to, I'll try to just really focus on buying enough. And then, you know, those last day or two, my meals are going to be more like, like chicken with rice and broccoli because yeah, that's all in the freezer and it works just fine. And so, um, then I'll do the, you know, the meals with cilantro earlier in the week or whatever. So that is what I have done for a long time. Sometimes I've gone back and forth where I want to like shop every single Sunday. And so I'll shop four times a month, but truly it works better for our budget and for our schedule. If I can just shop every 10 days. So I just try to look, I usually will do the fifth, the 15th and the 25th. That's the numbers that work for us. That's when we budget, we budget on the 25th and then we have the money for the rest of the next month we budget ahead. And so every 10 days has worked really well for me and truly does save us money on groceries because you're just not at the store quite as much. And your kids are not asking for stuff quite as much if they shop with you or you're not shopping hangry quite as much or whatever, whatever that is. So consistent shopping day is really important. And when you're planning, I find that it's really helpful to plan and then execute on the same day. So if I'm going to, um, so the way that I have been meal planning the last couple weeks that has really worked well is I have pulled up recipes. I personally have been using the, um, fed and fit meal plans. I've shared those before their free meal plan that, um, fed and fit will email to you with a grocery shopping list. That's really great. Sometimes I just go with that plan, but it's not a 10 day plan. And sometimes there's stuff in there that I decide like we don't like or whatever. So I will, a lot of times start with that and pick a few of those recipes that I like. And then I have been recently the last couple of weeks, just using the fed and fit recipes on the website. And I've focused specifically on the ones that are like instant pot or sheet pan, because I don't know about you, but dinner time, it's crazy enough at my house without making, you know, something really hard for dinner. So I really love instant pot or I really love sheet pan meals because I can like prep it, get it going. And then I can clean up some of the dishes or I can go outside with my kids. That's what I love to do in the evening time, or I can finish up something else that I need to be doing. And then like dinner cooks itself. Essentially, I'm not standing at the stove. So that was huge for me to focus on only meals where I'm not standing there and cooking them the whole time, because that also makes room for my boys to get a little crazy and want to like, they love to help me cook and I love to have them with me. And also their hands are everywhere. And so I really love to have a meal where maybe they can like help me cut stuff up and then we just like put it in the oven and then we don't have to, you know, I don't have to be worried about them burning themselves and they don't have to, um, do dangerous things by the stove. So with that being said, I think that that was a big game changer for me is really focusing on the things that did not, I did not have to be standing there actively cooking. And then, um, I printed those recipes, got out my little cute dry erase board that goes on the fridge and wrote down the recipes on certain days. This was another key that I feel like I haven't been so great about. I would just write down like eight to 10 recipes or like names of recipes that we were going to cook. And I would have them either in a cookbook or like printed out or whatever. But when I put them on and it's just like, okay, we can just pick whichever one for dinner. I love that flexibility as an Enneagram seven. I like want things to like feel spontaneous and be fun and whatever, but truly I make enough decisions in a day that sometimes it's just really nice for the decision to already be made. So that was actually huge for me. And when I was in that meal planning brain space, I could sit down and think about like, okay, what does my week look like? Generally, like we have dance on this night, we have horseback riding on this night, we have 
you know, church on this night, whatever the things are that we have, or like, which days am I working? Which days is my husband working? Who's making dinner? And I just kind of like took that information and made the meals fit with that. So that when it was Tuesday night and we had somewhere to go, it wasn't such a shock to me. Like, oh man, why did I like, why did I plan this meal when, you know, it's, I don't have time to cook it or we don't have time to eat it in between the things that are happening. So it was really helpful for me to just take that little extra step, like what's actually going on in my week and then put a meal on that day that is actually going to work. And then the other thing that I did, and if you guys are listening and you're like, I totally have this, I've always been doing it. I'm so proud of you, but I know there's got to be at least one other person out there who is not doing it. So this is for you. Um, just going like, just knowing the dinner was already planned and I didn't have to like question and like, think about like, what are we going to have? Even if I have the list here, do we really still have all the ingredients for it? Cause that was a, a problem that I ran into with the 10 day meal planning is like, I would, you know, pick the meals that sounded best. And then like, there would be a couple that were at the end and then we wouldn't still have the food for them. We would have used it for something else. Or if it was cilantro, we wouldn't have any more cilantro or whatever. So that really helped me to have the meals in order so that, we continue to have the right food for them. So going to the, going at like three o'clock, four o'clock, something like that, going and looking at the list on the fridge and knowing like, oh, it's Tuesday. Here's what we're doing. It was just so much easier for me to go in a little bit earlier and start dinner. And by start dinner, I mean like thaw the meat and maybe like just think about like what I was going to need to do and what time I would need to start it. Something about that brain space being cleared where I just knew that there was already a plan and we had everything for it. Um, it made it easier for me to go in there earlier and actually like just do the super minimal starting dinner tasks. And then I knew what time I needed to come back and finish dinner. So that felt like a game changer to me. And then also I, like I mentioned, I used just fed and fit recipes this couple go rounds. I really love her recipes. Um, and they're really easy to adapt if you have different like gluten-free, dairy-free, those type of things in your family. We have some restrictions right now and we, it, it has felt really easy to be able to like make it, make it work for people. But I actually went in and printed the recipes. It feels so much less chaotic in my brain to have the recipes printed than to be trying to pull them up on my phone and then get distracted by 7,000 other things that are on my phone and feel like there are things I'm supposed to be doing. And then I get, you know, all the things. Um, so having them printed super helpful and even having them not be this, I don't know why, but having them not be in a cookbook, but just printed, it just felt so clean to pull my one recipe out from between my cookbooks and be like, this is what we're having. This is on the counter. This is all I'm focused on when I'm cooking dinner. Um, there's just a lot going on in my life a lot of times. And so just having something feel clear and clean and like in front of me, it truly made the experience better for me for making dinner. So if you have any of that going on in your head, I would highly recommend that you try that. And my husband was like, we're going to end up with 7,000 recipes printed out again, because you used to do this. And I was like, cool, throw them away. I don't like literally do not care, throw them away and we will all print new ones next time. And you could see that as wasteful, or you can see that as like clearing some mental and physical space. And that's how I feel right now. It's just like being able to just keep the recipes that we need, get rid of the recipes we don't need. Um, you could also keep them in a binder. I typically put things in a binder and then there's too many things in there and it's hard to find. So that's why I'm not doing it this way this time. But 
having those recipes printed was really, really helpful for me. And I just chose a variety of like new recipes versus recipes I already knew my family liked. And that felt really good to me because again, as an Enneagram seven, like I like things to feel new and different sometimes and like more fun. And so my husband has been mentioning lately, like we just need to make dinner more simple because you know, the kids don't like certain things or we need it to be quicker or whatever. And I'm like, if it gets any more simple, I don't want to eat it. Like it's too boring. I need some variety. And so I was able to find that balance of like some variety, some new things, but it was still simple enough, like regular enough food that my kids liked it. And so that felt like a huge win. Um, and then if you do have that consistent day to grocery shop, so once you've made the meal plan, once you've written it out on your little board and you go get your groceries, the beauty of having like a a day that you do that, whether it's a day of the week or like certain days of the month is that you can kind of like make just a little bit of space, um, to do a mini prep. So for me, it looks different all the time. There are days where I like, you know, cook the meat and I cook the carbs for the week and, I'll put those in containers and not like meal prep containers where all the meals are made, but just like, you know, I made some extra chicken and I made some ground beef. And so those first three meals, I don't have to cook the meat. That is not super often for me. I don't do that a lot, but sometimes I do, or sometimes I'll, you know, do sheet pan veggies or whatever it is that I need for those first few meals. And that can be really helpful. A lot of times though, it just looks like I'm just going to make some muffins for breakfast for the next couple of days and make a double batch or I'm going to, um, make like some chia pudding, or I'm going to do, you know, just like a couple basic things. Like maybe I'm going to make some sourdough bread, something like that. That's just going to help me be set up for success for the week. And so typically I'll just do, like I mentioned, just a mini prep so that I have a little bit of a head start on whatever I'm cooking for the week. And that's it. Like, it's just, it feels really good. It feels like a reset. It feels like, you know, like you're ready for the next thing. And really, I think that as moms, like anything that we can do to clear a little bit of brain space is so helpful. And so that's what this has done for me. So truly, I know I say this a lot, but I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear if you're like, yes, I'm already doing it. No, this is game changer. I can't wait to try it. Like I would love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any great ideas that would help me out with dinner, I know it's fixed right now, but I can't promise that it'll be fixed forever. So I'm always open to those two. And as we go forward with the podcast, I have some really great episodes coming for you in the next couple of weeks. I have some deeper dives on some hormone issues as well as, um, some really fun guest episodes too. So stick around for those and I will see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you had as much fun with this episode as I did, make sure to share it with one or three of your besties and leave a rating and review so that more and more women can find this podcast and have happy hormones. And when you're ready to have pain-free periods, no more PMS and energy and capacity to live the life you really want to live, then it's time to join us in Nourish Your Hormones. I can't wait to see you in there and help you have balanced hormones all month long. See you next time.